you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And on today's show, we got to talk about Missouri heading back to the Big 12. Well, in wrestling anyway, on the mat, they're heading back to the Big 12. Does that mean the door is possibly cracked open a little bit for the Tigers to return in other sports? Well, we'll talk about that. But first, I got to tell you, this episode is brought to you by Build Bar. Go to BuildBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off. Your next order. And also, I want to tell you about Markel Utzi, Missouri defensive lineman, headed back to his his home state, his state of birth. Markel was born in Little Rock, Arkansas. And yes, like Xavier Pinson, doesn't seem to have a problem with playing against his teammates next year. Heading down to play with the Razorbacks and our former defensive coordinator, well, our former head coach, I should say, and the current defensive coordinator at Arkansas, of course, is Barry Odom. So a bit of a reunion between Odom and Markel Utzi. Now, to me, Utzi's situation, while similar to Pinson's in that, yes, he is going to one of Missouri's rivals and all that stuff, I'm sure some people are a little upset I look at it a little bit differently because, well, you know, Markel was certainly never Xavier Pinson, just in terms of the amount of playing time that he got, how he was showcased, all of that good stuff. But also, when you as a young man decide to return back to your home state after this whole year of social distancing and testing and the weird pandemic year, you know, I'm okay. Maybe he's he was feeling a little homesick. I'm certainly, maybe he's, I have no idea why Markel is going back. I'm just speculating here, of course, but I'm just, you know, the Pinson thing to me is totally different. A kid who... I don't know, Missouri kind of gave everything to. Conzo Martin basically gave him the keys to the offense and for him to just say, hey, bye-bye, and it's not as though he's going home. He's going to a team that Missouri's going to play and a place that's actually farther away from home. So it's sort of hard to take that as much more than an insult, quite honestly, in some ways. But the Utsi thing, well, I feel quite a bit differently about that. But, of course, it is really big news that the Tigers – wrestling team is returning to the Big 12 once again and of course it's been almost 10 years now since Missouri left the Big 12 in all sports and of course they're going to remain in the SEC for probably ever let's be honest but certainly for the foreseeable future in all other sports but you know for wrestling this really makes a lot of sense for everybody involved of course it makes sense from Missouri's perspective Missouri is definitely a fairly elite wrestling program certainly top 15 20 in the country whatever it might be perhaps we're not on the level of the Iowa Hawkeyes for instance where Jaden Ironman transferred recently this past season But clearly, Missouri was way too good and way too big for the MAC conference in wrestling. I believe they won that conference every single year that they were in it since they left the Big 12. I could be wrong on that. Correct me if I'm wrong. But because, of course, there aren't any other, I don't think any other program in the SEC has a wrestling program. So guess what? 
Missouri has to find a new home. And not only does this make sense for Missouri, of course, I think it makes a lot of sense for the Big 12 as well. You're just adding, of course, a traditional part of your conference, add a little bit of juice, a little bit of interest, and of course, a quality program. This is a win-win for both sides of the equation. And I'm just glad that after nearly a decade that these conferences can actually come together. This the, the Missouri program, I should say, and the Big 12 conference can come together and for an agreement that really isn't doesn't have much to do with money. There's not going to be any huge financial windfalls from this on either side, more than likely, but it's just good for the kids. It's good for the Missouri wrestling program. It's good by proxy for the other teams in the Big 12. So good on everybody involved, including the SEC, quite frankly. The SEC could have, you know, they could have been weird and stepped in and said, oh, we don't want you guys going back to the Big 12 and wrestling. That looks weird for our conference. Well, again, frankly, this has nothing, this has no effect on SEC football which we all know is the sacred cow here. So good on everybody once again for being able to sort of put, let bygones be bygones and do something that is truly good for the Missouri wrestling program and just all the student athletes involved. And if you're new to this podcast, by the way, first of all, welcome. And second of all, one thing you'll learn about me rather quickly is that I love a good trade and not just in the sports context, but of course I love trading stocks and I even used to trade commodities on the floor of the Chicago Board of Trade several years ago. So when a former Missouri football player news broke that he was going to take 100% of his base salary in the NFL for this coming season in Bitcoin, well, that certainly made my ears perk up. And I definitely want to talk about Bitcoin a little bit and this rather Interesting young man who used to play for the Tigers on the gridiron. But first, I got to tell you about betonline.ag. And as you know, I'm feeling pretty good about my Kansas City Royals bet right now. What the heck? I got them 40 to 1 to win the division. And currently, they're six games above 500. Only the Dodgers of Los Angeles have a better record in all of Major League Baseball. And just like trading is all about finding value, well, I just love finding all the value I can over at betonline.ag, which is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, whether it's basketball, hockey, boxing, MMA, whatever it might be, BetOnline has you covered. So head there right now, receive a 50% welcome bonus if you're making your first deposit. This is quite the deal, ladies and gentlemen. Use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And today is the last day of the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and the Odyssey app. And guess what? I just finished listening to it just before recording this podcast. You get to hear from all kinds of experts, including the locals. It's really a great show, and certainly go back and listen to the whole thing in the archives from last week if you had time. It's a lot of fun just hearing hearing all these different perspectives, and now I feel like I'm completely ready for the NFL draft this coming weekend. So just remember that Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. 
And boy, former Missouri tight end Sean Culkin has certainly had an interesting career, hasn't he? Because if you think about it, of all the great Missouri tight ends of the past 15, 20 years or so, whether it's Martin Rucker, it's Chase Kaufman, it's Michael Agnew, well, quite frankly, Sean Culkin's name is not the first one that comes to mind. And if I asked you, and you're a probably, you've got to be a big Missouri fan like myself if you're listening to this. If I asked you to conjure up Sean Culkin's most memorable play at Missouri, I bet you would have as difficult of a time doing so as I am right now. And despite being on some really memorable Missouri teams, Sean played from 2013 to 2016. He only had 61 career catches for 601 yards and two touchdowns. So not exactly a huge production as a receiver. And yet, here Sean is entering his now, I believe, fifth season in the NFL. No, actually, yes, his fifth season in the NFL. He just signed a one-year deal with your Kansas City Chiefs. Well, maybe not your Kansas City Chiefs, but my Kansas City Chiefs. Let's put it that way. And after making just under $2 million playing football for these four years in the league, well, Culkin is signed for just under $1 million to play with the Chiefs this season. And most interestingly enough, he's taking 100% of his $920,000 base salary in the cryptocurrency Bitcoin. And Sean says, quote, it makes the most logical sense to be paid in sound money that I believe protects its purchasing power over time. Now, what's interesting about what Culkin says there is the phrase sound money. And he believes that it's going to protect its purchasing power over time. And his logic there is pretty is pretty simple, in my humble opinion. It had just by the phrase sound money, I know exactly what he's talking about. Because what's he what's his choice? His choice is do I want dollar bills or do I want Bitcoin? That's quite simply the trade here. Now, if you're looking for a detailed explanation on how Bitcoin actually functions, well, I am certainly not that human being, and I don't have enough time to do it in this space anyway. But one thing I know about Bitcoin is its supply is absolutely fixed. You cannot make more Bitcoin than currently exists. So that's one thing that is totally different than the United States dollar. Because clearly the dollar, there are far, 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 far more dollars in the past 10 years, 20 years, 100 years than there have been before. So what does that do to your purchasing power? Well, we know exactly what it does. We've seen what happens in inflation. We've all watched Mad Men, right? Back when these New York City executives... When Peggy got a $100 a week raise, that was a gigantic deal because the purchasing power of her dollars was really powerful back then. Well, with inflation, not so much these days. It's certainly less than it was. So certainly an interesting decision by, by Sean Culkin and one that does make a lot of sense from my perspective. Now, again, this is him putting maybe one-third about of his career NFL earnings into Bitcoin. Now, if that's truly the only money he has, I'm making a lot of assumptions here, but let's just say it were. Well, that would be a lot of money for me to have in Bitcoin. 
I could see maybe having 5-10% of my total amount of wealth, say in my portfolio, my retirement portfolio, whatever it might be, in either Bitcoin or Coinbase stock. Look into that if you want to, but that seems like a lot, a big percentage of it. Like to me, Bitcoin is a hedge. I'm not saying it's definitely going to keep going up from here, but I think the odds of it going up are good enough, especially compared to the U.S. dollar, that it makes a lot of sense to at least have Bitcoin as a hedge. And I think maybe that's what exactly what Sean Culkin is doing. Just the fact that he's thinking about sound money at all makes him a lot smarter than your average tiger. That's for darn sure. And speaking of smart, well, you know what? I think Ben Askren outsmarted everyone who bought that ridiculous pay-per-view this past weekend. Well, I guess it was a couple weekends ago now. Yeah, that was an absolutely ridiculous farce of an event. And I have a few more thoughts on that and also get into some more news in Tiger basketball coming up after this quick break. But first, I got to tell you about our title sponsor, and that is Built Bar. And of course, you know that Built Bar is the best protein bar ever. Quite honestly, it just doesn't get any better. It's tasty, it's low-cal, it's low-sugar, but you've also got a decent bit of protein and fiber all in one magnificent bar. It's really hard to go wrong with any of the flavors, quite honestly, but anything with coconut in it, uh, there's just a certain... I really like the texture to that, but honestly... Just figure it out at BuiltBar.com. Maybe get yourself a, a mix of the whole deal. You'll figure out exactly what you like, and then you can then absolutely hone in on exactly what your favorite variety of Build Bar is. But when you do, be sure to go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15, so you'll be sure to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And this year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. And I got to be honest, I had a lot of fun watching Camaro Usman knock Jorge Masvidal out. That that odious man. I am just not a fan of his whatsoever after how he treated Ben Askren after that ridiculously famous and quick knockout a few months ago. Well, you know what? Unfortunately, Ben Askren knocked out again, but I think... You know what? He swindled all of you who paid for that fight out of money. Fortunately, I had a friend who was watching it on his phone at a bar. I was peeking over his shoulder. I did not give those people any money whatsoever. I could just tell that Ben Askren was not exactly into this fight, just talking about how he hadn't really trained a whole lot. Hey, you know, whatever happens, happens. I got the money either way. He basically told us this was not a big deal. And here's the thing, folks. Can we please stop with the celebrity fighting? It has never appealed to me. It never will appeal to me. Watch real fighters. Again, watch Usman and Masvidal, for crying out loud. Watch this upcoming heavyweight fight between John Bones Jones and the big the big champ whose name is escaping me all of a sudden. But regardless, 
did anybody really want to watch Ted Cruz and Jimmy Kimmel play basketball? No, that was an absolute disaster. Well, would I rather see them fight than play basketball? I mean, I, I suppose that I would, but for $50? Yeah, I don't think so. I think I'm good on all that. And while I will pass on any and all celebrity fighting, I'm a little bit surprised that Conzo Martin passed on Cameron Fletcher, a guy that Missouri seemed to recruit pretty hard in high school, a guy who ultimately ultimately went to Kentucky, played for John Calipari. Well, as most of you remember, that did not work out. He famously was told to go home around December. Didn't play a didn't see a whole lot of action the rest of the season for the Wildcats. So when he was on the transfer market, it seemed like Missouri might be a logical fit. But for whatever reason, just no interest from Conzo. Didn't seem to be a personal fit as the scuttlebutt I've heard from Power Mizzou. But now that Cameron Fletcher has ended up with Leonard Hamilton down in Tallahassee, Florida, and the Florida State Seminoles, well, I got to question Conzo a little bit. If Leonard Hamilton's willing to take on this kid... You know, Leonard Hamilton is a defense-first kind of guy, too, so if he thinks the fit can work there, I'm surprised that Missouri didn't think it would work here because, well, obviously Missouri can take all the talent they can get. Certainly, they're still looking for another guard. They were recruiting Tamar Bates hard. We all know that. So, to me, I don't know. I just thought it was a bit odd that Conzo didn't go there. But regardless, still another spot or two to fill for the Tiger basketball team before November hits, so we'll just have to see what happens there. And speaking of which, we'll have to see what happens the rest of this week on Locked on Mizzou. Not sure when the next show is going to come, but who knows? Maybe some big news will break, and we'll have a very, very good reason to record one. But until next time, I'm John Miller, and thank you very much for listening to Locked on Mizzou. Locked on Mizzou.